0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Selling Greenville, your favorite real estate podcast here in Greenville, South Carolina. I'm your host, Stan McKeown, realtor right here in the Greenville area of South Carolina. And you can find all of my contact information in the show notes. If you need to reach out to me for any of your real estate needs, go ahead, send me a text, send me I've had some people send me DMs recently on like Facebook. If you're not friends with me on there, just uh, just FYI, um, those get filtered into a different folder, so I might not see that, so just be aware. Um, It's best to text or to call or to email, Um, and even sometimes I've had people email me and that's gone into my spam, so I'm just going to tell you guys my phone number is in there. You can text me uh, at any time for any of your real estate needs, so please go ahead and do that. Um, and just a reminder as always, please like this show, uh, please, uh, this episode, this show, please subscribe to the show as a whole, whether you're using YouTube or whether you're uh, using Apple or Stitcher or Spotify or any of those, please subscribe so you don't miss future episodes. And if you guys could leave a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts or, uh, or Spotify uh, please, if you could, if you could even leave a review, those things would be great. I would really appreciate it, and uh, and I just appreciate even if you don't do that, I still appreciate that you guys listen. So thank you for doing that. Um, but if you want to take your appreciation of this show to a whole new level, please do those things if you haven't already. Today I want to do a beginning of summer update because here we are, the end of May entering into June. I think, you know, for most people, Memorial Day is kind of the unofficial start to the summer. I, it is that way for me. Now, Memorial Day weekend in Greenville this year was like really weird. Um, I was actually out of town for a little bit. I came back and it was like raining and like in the 50s. And I don't ever, ever remember it being like that uh, in the end of May. Normally we are at like, full-blown summer mode here in Greenville uh, at that time of year. Uh, but nonetheless, it's been seasonably mild. Uh, sorry, unseasonably mild. And uh, and that is uh, just kind of interesting just how that's happened. I don't know why it's happened. We've had all sorts of rain. I had hail. I was out of town. I I had uh, my glass break sensor go off with my alarm system because it thought someone was breaking in because I was getting hail on my house. I haven't yet had a chance to check uh, to see if I have hail damage. Some of you might know I used to be an insurance adjuster, so I'm actually qualified to to check my own roof for hail damage. Um, I'm pretty good at it. But um, nonetheless, I haven't had a chance to do that because I'm still getting caught up. Um, I spent two weeks out in California. And then uh, sadly, my wife's uncle passed away right at the end of our trip. Uh, So then we had to make another trip to my wife's family. Um, And so I was gone for almost two and a half weeks. um, And it was crazy. Uh, But we had a really great trip. Uh, Spent some time seeing some national parks out in California. It's the most time by far that I've spent in California And my first time seeing any of those national parks. Uh, And uh, let me just say, so we drove all the way from Vegas, eventually ending up in San Francisco. And I think I finally appreciate why California seems to be the most difficult state to poach people away from to come to Greenville. And I think I finally know why. Like, we get a lot of people from the Northeast who come to Greenville. We get a lot of people from Chicago uh, area that come to Greenville. Um, we get a lot of people from, um, even from Florida, people that are getting outpriced that are, are moving to Greenville, just anecdotally, just my experience um, in terms of, of clients that I've had. Um, in Texas as well, that's another one, um, but uh, but not very many from California. And having spent you know a couple of weeks out there, I can understand. I mean, that state is just beautiful. I know it's like the politics out there, I'm not even going to say... Uh, what I hear from people, but the political situation out there, um, and the price of things is just outrageous, but I can understand why people have a hard time leaving when it's just, there's just beauty everywhere. Obviously the, the big cities, you know, uh, everyone, everyone wanted, uh, everyone has asked me what the homeless situation in San Francisco was like, and it was like, it's a big city, like there's homeless people. Um, I, I spent a lot of time, uh, you know, 18 years of my life pretty close to New York City, and there's a lot of homeless people in New York City as well. Like, it's really no different, in my opinion, than San Fran. Granted, I didn't go to the areas where there are fentanyl uh, issues going on, but you just know not to go to those areas. But uh, nonetheless, I'm really getting off topic here. I can understand why people love California. It is a beautiful state um, if you avoid some of those rougher areas. And, And most of the state is not. The rougher areas most of the state is just beautiful rolling golden hills um just absolutely incredible um what blew my mind was a small little town three rivers california which nobody's ever heard of but it's right near sequoia national park which sadly was closed but that's okay we we still oh i don't know what my dog is freaking out about if you hear uh if you hear her barking um but um we still got to um and enjoy that area and just the the city of three rivers uh just this little mountain town it was just gorgeous like they had this uh lake that went in between the mountains and uh it was just you know just absolutely incredible um i i got a picture of it i think i posted it on my instagram because i was just so blown away from it so just amazed by it It it's just not what i was expecting um so you can uh, look me up on instagram i think i'm going to be posting some more photos from that trip i just haven't had time to just been too busy but uh at stan mccune uh on instagram if you want to follow me on there um i'm I'm also at stan mccune on facebook um i'm also the the only platform i'm not at stan mccune is um is uh youtube but if you search my name, or you search Selling Greenville, you can find this show on there. All right. So that's a a little recap of what I've been doing if you were interested. Um, But I want to talk about uh, just a a little personal update on what the real estate market is doing the beginning of the summer. We didn't do our normal market stats uh, look this month. And that's because I had to record all of the episodes for the month of May, uh, besides this one, prior to going on this trip. So I, I did. I cranked out four episodes uh, in the span of two days uh, so that you guys wouldn't miss anything while I was traveling. Um, so we're just going to skip the market stats for what would have been the month of April, and then in a few weeks we'll get May's statistics. Um, but I can still share with you kind of what I'm seeing boots on the ground here in uh, in the Greenville area, and just kind of what the what the mood is in general, what, what I'm sensing. And here is what I'm sensing. Now, granted, this is kind of coinciding a bit with Memorial Day weekend, um, but from things that I've read and other people I've talked to, I don't think that it's strictly a holiday-related uh, event. We are seeing things slowing down quite a bit, and that's no surprise because mortgage rates have crested above 7% for the third or depending on how you track it, fourth time the past year. And uh, and this is the direct result of what I'm going to call the debt ceiling crisis. We're we're still, if you're listening to this, we may have already resolved this. We may have already uh, pushed up the debt ceiling. I'm recording this prior to the vote having taken place on whether the debt ceiling uh, is going to get extended or whatever the proper terminology is for that. Um, But as a result of that, um, that indirectly caused mortgage rates to crest above 7%. I've even had some people that have even backed away from pursuing real estate until the whole debt ceiling thing uh, gets resolved. So uh, multiple things have kind of come together here the past few weeks that have really caused a bit of a slowdown in terms of buyer activity. And I think we're we're seeing that uh, across the board. Like I said, on a national level, I have seen uh, people saying the exact same thing and so the question now is is this seven percent above seven percent rate scenario that we're in right now with mortgage rates is that here to stay or is it going to once this whole debt ceiling situation gets uh gets resolved and it looks like it will get resolved well at that point we see it return back to below six, sorry, below 7%, maybe in the high sixes or, or maybe mid mid sixes. It seems like people really just got squeamish once it, once it got above 7% and decided, you know what, we're just going to wait this out and just see what happens. Some people really don't think that we're going to see it go below 7%, that we might actually be in a above 7% rate world for the next several weeks, maybe the next several months. I'm I'm a little bit noncommittal, but I tend to think it will dip at least a little bit below 7%. Um and then we we could very well end up seeing the Federal Reserve though increase rates again, at least their uh federal funds rate next month or or depending on when you're listening to this in the month of June, a lot of people thought that they would pause. Um I even heard some people uh, say that they thought that they would lower rates. That, I can almost assure you, is not going to happen. Uh, the best case scenario is that they pause rate hikes, um, at least from from the standpoint of mortgage rates. That's the best case scenario. I guess you could argue whether that's the best case scenario for the economy. Um, but right now, there's a lot of sentiment, a lot of people thinking that the Fed is going to increase rates yet again. In the month of June, maybe a a quarter uh, percent rate hike, you know, go up uh, 25 basis points. Um, And if that happens, it's hard to know whether that would impact mortgage rates uh, because a lot of these things have kind of already been priced in and mortgage rates are already higher than you would expect them to be based on what the what the Fed has done. Um, And so long story short, we don't know. But I tend to think that mortgage rates will go back below seven percent, and I tend to think that even if the Fed does go, you know, does increase their rate uh, by twenty five basis points, I tend to think that that won't have a dramatic impact on mortgage rates. But if they keep hiking, let's say we get a June hike and then we get a July hike, okay, now we we might start to see. Uh, that start to have an impact on mortgage rates. Almost certainly we would. Um, but I do think for sure that, that we can be confident that mortgage rates are not coming down anytime soon. Um, uh, I'm less and less inclined to believe that we're going to see them go below 6% before the end of this year. Um, I'm, I'm starting to think that we should just kind of expect them to be best case scenario in the mid sixes. Uh, by the end of this year, and then in 2024, we'll see what happens at that point. Most likely, we'll see things uh, fall down at that point. Uh, but for right now, we are seeing an extended period of time with rates in the sixes and potentially the sevens. And so uh, the market is just going to have to account for that. And there's just going to be fewer fewer buyers out there because more people are going to get priced out. Um, and you know, I will say this. I think this is the first time that I really think that we could see a slight drop in prices. We might start to see some slight year-on-year drops in prices. We didn't see that for the month of April. Um, I will bring this up. I'm not going to go through the market stats uh, line by line like I normally do, but the median sales price for the month of April uh, was three hundred two thousand five hundred which is 1.5% above April 2022, which was at 298,000. So we did see both a month-on-month and a year-on-year median sales price increase um, in the Greater Greenville area per the the Greater Greenville Association of Realtors for the month of April. But it would not shock me if we saw a decrease in May and or June. We'll have to see when the May uh, stats come out. Uh, but it, it'll be very interesting to see now i'll remind you guys that um, that doesn't i you don't the, there's no reason to there's really no reason to panic for any of these things i mean I guess if you're a seller and you only have one property that that you're planning to sell soon like your own primary residence and, and you don't have uh, investment real estate you might be freaking out a little bit but listen we're not gonna see um, at least there's no data to indicate anytime soon that we're going to see like prices drop by 10 15 20%. If they drop, it'll be you know less than 5%, probably 1%, 2% year-on-year, year, something like that. That's the kind of thing that we could see if we see rates stay in this 7% range. I think it could damper buyer activity to the point that we see a, a little bit of a price decrease. Um, but... If you look historically at, at the at the charts in Greenville, the, it is not uncommon in a normal year for there to be a month where the year-on-year median sales price is lower than it was. Uh, that it is negative, I should say. So w- where you have a negative year-on-year median price point uh, growth, and and that doesn't mean that the line isn't trending up. That doesn't mean that for the entire year that it's normal. For prices to go down, but it's not uncommon for it to be kind of a jagged line where uh, the median price point has some months where it's below uh, the year before, but most months above what it was the year before with the net of the entire year being uh, an appreciating market. So um, it's actually been more of the anomaly that we haven't had any months like that in recent years, that we've had appreciation every single month, or at least median price point growth every single month going on. Oh, I don't know. I'd, I'd have to go back and look at the at the stats, but it's been going on for a while now. Um, that is not the norm. So, um, so you should just uh, be prepared for that. Um, you will hear national media talking about prices going down because there's a lot of data on the national level about that happening. Um, and what's happening on the national level is uh, is a lot different than what's happening on the local level here in Greenville. And Greenville, much more stable market. Our highs aren't as high as things are on the national level, and our lows aren't as low as what things are like on the national level. So um, just be prepared for that. You're You're going to see these headlines, but they don't necessarily... Pertain to Greenville, but I'm I'm saying that we may uh, have a few months here where we see some uh, some price growth, not just slowing down, which it already has, but actually going into uh, the negatives. So we will just have to have to track that. Now, at some point, we're going to. Uh, reach these months where we saw the extreme slowdown that happened last year when rates started going way up. So that happened in the summer of last year. So when that happens, some of these year-on-year numbers are going to start to look better. And that's merely because uh, we're we're going to be comparing this year to the the slow part of last year. So that's something to keep in mind as well. We're still comparing This year, to when the market was still very, very crazy in 2022. Um, Eventually, you know, once we got into the late summer of 2022, the market had really, really slowed down. We were in a housing market recession already by that point of last year. And so once we start comparing those numbers, things will start to uh, balance out a little bit. Um, But up to this point, we are. We have still seen every month that the data has come out. We have seen price growth. It's just been a lot less extreme, you know. Rather than twenty percent, seeing one and a half percent year on year, something like that, and that's good. That's what that's what our market, in a lot of ways, needs. Now, it's it's not good for everyone. Again, if you're a seller and not a buyer in this market, then uh, yeah, that's that's not great. You would rather have twenty percent year on year. Uh, appreciation, right? Um, but for the most part, the market needs needed it to slow down. the The problem is that we still inventory has ticked up a bit and I do want to discuss that. Um, let me pull up the market stats here again. Where did I put them? Here we go. Um, and you're not seeing if you're on YouTube, i'm I'm not going to screen share this time um, just because I'm, I'm not really looking uh, you know super closely at these. But new listings were down almost 10% year on year. And um, the, let's see here. I said I wasn't going to go through all these, but I look at this data and I just want to talk about it. The percent of list price received jumped up to 98.7%. That was a little surprising. I think we might see that drop a little bit. Uh, but the inventory for, uh, of homes was at its highest point uh, that it's been... Uh, since 2020, so the total inventory was at 3,601, which was 125% increase year on year. So that that's a big number. Then now that's still below the pre-pandemic norms, um, but I have seen recently that inventory levels are starting to uh, to increase just a little bit here in uh, in in our market. And so, again, this is all kind of confirming what I'm sensing, which is that uh, buyer activity has slowed down a bit. And I really think that the 7% rate, I think that that just caused a lot of people to say, you know what, I'm putting on the brakes, I'm suspending my my activity for now, um, I'm just going to kind of wait this out and see exactly what happens. Um and you know, at some point, what the Fed is doing is going to cause more people to lose their jobs. Um, a lot of people think that the Fed is trying to orchestrate a job loss recession. I am in that camp that that's what I believe the Fed is trying to do. We have other recession markers, but one of them that has not been a recession marker up to this point has been the number of jobless claims, and we just had a bunch of data. the The reason why people think that uh, that the Fed might hike again in the month of June is that we just had a bunch of data that came out that showed that the that inflation and the economy and and jobs and wage growth, all of these things are still going at a uh, at a faster and more a uh, hotter. That's a terminology that they like to use. Going at a hotter pace we're seeing we're, we're still seeing not enough jobless claims. We're still seeing wage growth going uh, higher than we would expect it to. Um, and normally, you know, 99% of the time, people would be really happy about that. Oh, okay. Uh, jo- the economy's strong. Uh, not very many people are claiming that they're jobless. Uh, wages are, are going up. Uh, people are hiring, you know, all of these things would usually be positive, but we're in this bizarro world right now where because inflation is still running hot, the Fed has targeted the jobless claims number. And, and, uh, apparently what, what someone that I trust, um, has said that they believe, I I believe it's that, uh, that the Fed wants to, to have, I believe the jobless, uh, claims number to be 323,000. I I believe I'd I'd have to go back and look at that. Um, But anyway, we're nowhere near that. So uh, there's a lot of questions on whether the Fed feels like they've done enough and they just need to kind of wait it out and just kind of let what they've done up to this point run its course um, and, and take effect because the effect tends to lag behind what they do. Um, but a lot of people are just like, you know what, based on what the Fed has been saying and based on all these numbers that have just come out, they're going to keep being aggressive and just going to keep raising rates. Uh, and my understanding is that the situation in Europe and in uh, parts of Asia is even kind of more extreme, that actually it's it's better in the U.S. Uh, f- from the standpoint of inflation and some of these other things than it is in, in some of these other countries. So we we live in uh, in very strange times um, but the, the long story short of it is, um, things are slowing down. Now for me personally, um, I, I still feel very busy, um, but I always feel very busy. Uh, part of this is, um, you know, I just got back from vacation. So I've just got so much, uh, you know, that I need to be doing. And even though I, I really prepared for it and I set up all my clients with, with people, uh, that uh, potentially that, that could assist them if need be, or if I had someone reach out to me, I had uh, processes in place whereby I could make sure that, that they could be helped uh, in my absence. Um, but I still, as with anyone, I still have a backlog of things to do coming back from vacation, but I'm just looking ahead at even you know these next few months, um, listings I've got coming up, buyer clients I know that are gonna be coming on the market, and I'm just like, you know what? For me personally, I'm going to continue uh, to stay busy. And I'm grateful for that. But I need to make sure that that, that stays true. And so uh, that's where you guys come into play. And so I appreciate any referrals that I get from you guys. It really means the world to me. And a lot of you guys have have been great advocates uh, for me, for this show. And so I really appreciate that. I'm going to wrap the show up now. Um, I don't... Uh, I. I I just said about how I'm busy. And yeah, I, I need to uh, I need to get to, to some other things. Um, but I hope you guys enjoyed the show. As I said, please, any of your real estate needs or your friends or your family members' real estate needs, please keep me in mind. My contact information is in the show notes. Please reach out to me for any of that. Please like, review, subscribe, uh, all of those things, comment. But by, by the way, YouTube, I need to figure out there. It's not uh, notifying me of comments on there. But if I do periodically log in on to the YouTube account, and I will respond to comments on there if I see them. So please interact with this content as much as you can so that we can get it out to as many people as possible. I appreciate you guys listening, and we will talk again next time.